Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This episode, we're going to discuss the first two days of Scott Porter's unboxing. We're going to answer some listener questions, and we're going to do a little, uh, a little community Tuesdays for everybody. This is episode 390. Hattie, Hattie, let's get ratty. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how many six how people work? think I am funny? It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools. It's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Yeah, Jack had to take a break this week. He wasn't feeling too well, so we just we sent him home. You know, hope he rests up uh, and takes it easy. Uh, but joining me, like always, in the studio is your dial for hero hooks champion my co-host simeon bruce what's going on oh yeah and i'm ready for feastening round two because i already got one out of the way so time to empty that belly and fill it up again oh nice yeah nice. Just picture I, that picture it I, i'm picturing full varine yes when, I <laughs> you, <laughs> when you eat a bunch i actually if, had to, uh, i had to move full varine uh, oh, I was really? rearranging the basement, so yeah, Fulverine oh. had to get moved. Oh, but no. I, I, it is very uh, apropos of this time of year, Fulverine. This is where we are like, hey guys, uh, check our. Uh, I guarantee on Thanksgiving Day we'll we'll post a picture of old Fulverine there, uh, on Facebook and Twitter, just so they they can all everyone can get properly visualize. Tattooed on my. Uh, oh, I don't. I could get Fulverine <laughs> tramp stamped on me. No, that? don't, That'll don't, $500 don't do Patreon that. goal if we get up to $500. No. Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Simeon, what made you happy this week, my man? Getting get nice and full? Fold yes, up. so it, it did. Uh, uh, I cooked my first like real big boy meal. Um, I, I really like to cook. I normally just kind of wing it. Uh, but I went full on recipes, so I did a, a green bean casserole with French onions and some panko breadcrumbs and all that that jazz. Uh, forgot to eat any of it, uh, but then I, oh. I made some mashed potatoes. I made them slightly different than I normally do. I was trying some an interesting new recipe. I think I prefer baked mac mashed potatoes. Like you mash them and then bake them, so they get like that little crust. I think that's oh, what I'm gonna do okay. next time. But uh, then I made a baked mac and cheese dish, which, I mean, it was like macaroni That's good. and cheese. So, yeah, yeah can't go wrong with uh, melted cheese and noodles. Uh, then I, I made a ham, except it turned out it wasn't a ham. It was just like a pork butt roast, which mm. is fine. It still tastes like ham. And then uh, I made some jambalaya. And uh, I also made rolls, but upon finishing the rolls in order to because i was making other stuff at the same time i put the rolls in the broiler to keep them warm and then i completely forgot about them so they were still there they weren't burnt but they were like still there this morning and i was like ah i never even had a roll so it was kind of kind of Ooh. sad I, I forgot to eat green bean casserole and a roll but yeah it was it was fun uh i like cooking 
I don't really like cooking to this extent. I found out like I'm not, I'm kind of like a single dish kind of person. Um, multiple dishes kind of just make me, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. You, you want to make one thing well. Yeah. You don't want to have to try to, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Trying to like be all over the kitchen, seeing where everything's at, cooking right. a million things at once. That's not as fun as just like yeah, if cooking I was one, of those, one thing. If I was like a Ramsey household or whatever, where I had like five ovens I could utilize, it might be different. But uh, limited yeah. counter space and oven space is it's a little hectic. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, sweet, man. I love it. Uh, what made me happy this week? We did a tournament in Sioux Falls, our second Master Mold tournament. It was sealed. It was supposed to be Rise and Fall, and then we got there. Uh, well, I got there, and if you've seen the YouTube video, you know that it actually ended up being Joker's Wild. I personally liked that way more. I'm just burnt out on Rise and Fall. You know, you guys know I don't really care for the X-Men that much, and I've played in, like, three Rise and Fall sealed tournaments, and it's really not that fun of a sealed set. I know a lot of people in our Discord and a lot of other people online have been saying they've been having fun with Rise and Fall, and that's great. Uh, but if you don't like the character selection, it's really hard to, like, enjoy uh, the set, especially if it doesn't seem like there's much going on. Um, but Joker's Wild, on the other hand, that was really fun to play a set that uh, was made, uh, you know, pre-rules change, pre Two actually rule both rules, yeah. yeah, the 2017 and yeah. <laughs> so it was crazy uh, to play it and you know see how everything worked. Uh, I would have only had one character that could ignore pushing damage on my team uh, prior to this year, so that was really cool. Uh, I didn't play the best with it. I definitely could have played a lot better and definitely could have done better, but I, I heavily enjoyed playing it. I pulled the uh, Super Rare Mr. Freeze. I pulled uh, Katana. I'd advise you not to be a kill buyer or whatever. Her soul, sword, takes the, the souls of the, the whatever. A suicide like, Squad ha -ha reference? Yeah, Suicide Squad oh, reference. Okay. Just Suicide <laughs> Squad reference. Not oh, not, that's suicide not even the squad. sequel. The Suicide no, Squad. No, it's, it's just Suicide Squad reference. Yeah, crazy. Um, uh, the amount of times I probably went like, oh, Batman, between the Ice Age, or like whatever, <laughs> when I was playing like Mr. Freeze. Uh, you know, I really wish I would have made, uh, we, so we only had 12 people show up, which sucked. Time um, to chill so, out. Chill out. Give me the cold shoulder. <laughs> whatever, you know. Um, so bad. Uh, <laughs> I almost wanted to say one of Arnold's uh, famous lines from Pumping Iron, but I, I won't say that on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I was right there. I was about to mean those. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, no, I missed top four out of 12 people by 80 points, which Dang. really sucked. And I was like, man, that's rough. Uh, but that's okay, because it was a lot of fun. Uh, so it was just like a really good fun tournament and as you guys saw I wish I would have took more videos during those tournaments but like the the opening section is really funny and then like the last half is just me being like hey I forgot to take videos of the rest of the tournament this is what happened blah 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 uh, but it was still really fun and I, I heavily enjoyed that so that's definitely what made me happy this week yeah I think Joker's Wild really puts the wild in uh, those older hero clicks <laughs> yeah no, yeah uh, that does Bro, sound like wow. way more fun than X-Men Rise and Fall. Just speaking as someone who's also played quite a bit of like sealed and just played. It's nice to it. Well, it's not really I'm not going to say nice. It's very refreshing to play sealed of old sets. It's like, ha, 
this is what we used to play with wild absolutely wild oh gosh the amount of times there was like a uh, joker's like wild like joke that was made where it's like oh man joker rolled really well i'm like well after all the joker's wild and yeah gosh that was <laughs> that was painful what game uh, is joker what is that uh spades no spades uh, joker's not used in poker i know that uh, fish. he's not he's not used in uh king's corners or pitch. I know. Uh, no, a Joker is used in pitch, but I don't know if he's necessarily wild. Uh, Crazy Eights is he wild? Like a wild card in Crazy Eights, maybe? Is that possibly? Are we sounding real stupid right now? Yeah, um, I don't maybe. play <laughs> probably on a card game. Most it's crazy because most uh, card games they're like remove the Jokers. Yeah, take those bad boys out of the deck. You don't need them. Um, but yeah, it's a miss this week, so we can just go ahead and jump into the news, which is the Scott Porter unboxings. Uh, Simeon, bit of a weird unboxing schedule this week with a, a Thursday, Friday a unboxing bit, yeah. and then break for the weekend. <laughs> trying to get, I think they're trying to get them in before uh, Thanksgiving Day, I guess. They right. didn't want to do them like Thanksgiving week because that would run on Thanksgiving. So the at the current rate, they should be done Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Um but yeah, they don't want to compete against the uh, Macy's Day Parade. They know they can't no, do yeah. it. You know, they really lose a lot of views for those those people that, that are overlap taking their, their uh, what Macy's Day Thanksgiving football stuff. Oh, that I don't yeah. know what people watch on Thanksgiving, right? But it won't be unboxings because yeah, we're we're two out of five into it, and uh, gotten some interesting stuff. Yeah, uh, it's cool, man. It's really cool. This set is has got me excited. It's got me uh, a little, uh, yeah, a little, little excited. I'd say a little yeah. excited. So I will say I'm it's been a bit of a happen. roller coaster because when they previewed like some of the sculpts with no information, it was like a peak, and then we got the huge dump of the leaked uh, chases, and it kind of went downhill for me. And then we started getting some of this unboxing stuff, and I'm like, all right, like we're starting to climb back up. So for me personally, like this this has redeemed the set a little bit. I'm still not as like pumped as I was when I first saw the sculpts because I, I truly <laughs> the sculpts are just like knocking it out of the park and the dials are. are not keeping up. But uh no, it's it's looking like it's gonna be a real fun set. You know, I'll have to say probably the coolest stuff like the chases aren't so much the draw anymore in this set i think the super rares 100 yeah. percent are though super even some of the rares really cool yeah, yeah even some, some of the rares are really sweet. a few of them like deadpool for sure uh the x-men super scroll is just a really good sculpt for a rare uh but yeah the the super rares definitely have the most flavor on dial i mean yeah comparatively uh some of the chases are more than adequate but uh the super rares definitely have knocked it out of the park um yeah so speaking of neither of those i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about a common real quick oh beautiful that's what i like so, to see yeah this is it. a number 15 in the set anome uh she's got the fantastic four scientist and wakanda keywords so there's plenty to play around with I think Fantastic Four and Scientist are both pretty decent. Wakanda hasn't gotten as much love in the last couple sets, 
but we do have plenty of uh, stuff to pull from all the way back to Avengers Defenders War, when the keyword was first born, when the tiny nation of Wakanda was first discovered in Avengers Defenders War. Uh, so she's got five range, one lightning bolt. She's 40 points, starts off with sidestep, not really... She's just like a support piece off the bat. Uh, she's a nine for two, most of her dial. And then for some reason, on click three, you become a running shot 10 for three. No defense powers or attack powers to speak of. She does get running shot for clicks three and four, and then back to sidestep with an eight for one on click five. Fantastic four team ability, and then the captain and sidekick tag, which is, Ooh. I think that's the first one. That's been a captain and sidekick. Maybe, maybe one of like the kids also had it. But uh, her really interesting thing is she's got a single trait that is I optimized your equipment. Hope you don't mind. So she's got a little wrench. It's actually not a little wrench. That is a massive wrench. Pretty it's big, quite large. Her arm. It's like they clipped a a Lego figure's wrench, <laughs> placed it on a Heraclix sculpt. It's huge. They couldn't give her like some sort of like sci-fi tool. No, she she uses wrenches. The scientist. Oh, she's like wrenches. a what is it? Is it Gadget from the Chip and Dale show? Where she just has like a big old wrench. Yeah, is that her name, Gadget. Yeah, she's like <laughs> that's where that ten for three comes in. She's gonna. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. you with it. Yeah, smash someone with that huge wrench. Um, okay. So the trade is friendly sidekicks using outwit, perplex, or probability control may use it a second time each turn. So. One of the coolest parts right off the bat is it doesn't say other friendly sidekicks or anything like that. So since she is friendly and a sidekick, she gets to use Outwit twice per turn. Nice. Uh, other characters that this is really good with is the 25-point Franklin, who has prob on dial, so he'd be able to use it twice. Uh, Leech, who has Outwit and can be combined with Artie to have like a 10-range Outwit, could use it twice per turn. Uh, I don't know... Which one would have Perplex? But I'm sure that there is one with Perplex. Uh, and then, of course, since she's also a sidekick, she gets all the random benefits that they can have. So she can get the right. uh, the super senses from Spider-Man, the shape change from Awesome Andy, all those kinds of things. She can mastermind to Jim Hammond, that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, just a really solid figure for 40 points. Um, it's definitely going to be, if you're like building with sidekicks it's an option i don't know if it's worth it for your team but it is an option that you can have and it's one of the higher pointed sidekicks that we've had because it has that dual role right no i like her a lot i think uh valeria is the one with perplex oh like yeah 20 or 15 points or whatever so you course, got, yeah boom, yeah you got like a double perplex right there for 20 points or whatever she is which is pretty solid uh i mean i guess that makes it a 60 point but still like she herself you know, when you first look at that dial and you see like 40 points, you're like, oh, are you sure about that? You're like, you know, double outwit uh, and then just letting everyone else do that. I think that is just a really solid figure and I, I dig it. So if you do like sidekick swarm, I don't know how popular sidekick swarm is like casually if people actually like play I've swarm it, and sidekicks uh, a lot. I think twice in the last month I've played against sidekick swarm. Okay. Not like optimized, just like, you know, just just all of the fun. yeah, all of the future foundation kid stuff. Children. Uh, all right. Children. Well, that's pretty cool then. Uh, nice. What I'm going to talk about here is I'm going to talk about another common. 
Linda Tess, uh, just because another 40 point common. Or wait, is she an uncommon? Nah, she's a common. Yeah, we're talking about She Hulk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was really funny in Scott Porter's video. He, uh, he talked like a lot about like what he thought like She-Hulk and like how crazy and cool her story was and everything else. And then he was like, ah, I see the, the dial's a little different here or like whatever. I just thought it was funny. Uh, his like live reaction to, you know, as a comic book fan, you want every character to be this crazy in-depth comic accurate Flavorful, thing. Yeah. But like WizKids can't make every single figure in the set, especially named characters like She-Hulk, you know, The Thing whoever, you know, Beast and stuff. They can't make them these crazy title characters for every single person, you know? So they kind of kind of be simplified. Uh, but Jennifer Walters here, uh, first of all, boy, is she thick. And Simeon might actually have to bleep. Dang, boy, is she thick. Already making too much work. Sorry about that. She's Monster, Warrior, Brute, Cosmic, uh, and, of course, Avengers. I don't know why I said that in that strange order. Uh, she's 40 points. 40 points. Uh, she's 10 speed charge, top two clicks, 11 attack or whole dial with nothing, 18 impervious, top two clicks, three damage with a uh, close combat expert on the top two clicks. And then she is sidestep with nine speed on her last two, 17 with invulnerability on her last two, and four damage with exploit on her last two clicks. Or uh, right away, 12 for five, she picks up a light object uh, oh, yeah. with a five square reach. You know, and then she she does have a trait, which is Kotai Corruption, which is these little plant creatures, which are apparently the main big bads of Empire. I haven't read Empire. It's on the list. I'll definitely try to read the Captain America Empire story for sure. Yeah. Um, but when She-Hulk is targeted by the, mind control. The Avengers didn't contact Matt Reed. He could have taken care of that plant problem. That's right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Cutting him down. <laughs> I, I need that that Matt Reed uh, cameo in Avengers where he's got like a weed whacker, lawnmower, and then it's just it's just what uh, there's Sick some Boy, really uh, campy uh, like in his bad horror movie where the dude straps like a lawnmower to his chest and walks through a house of like zombies. is that not a uh, house of a thousand corpses? It very well could be, uh, okay. but yeah, that's what, that's immediately what I pictured. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Except Matt's so big, he'd, he'd have to like strap one it would of those be, zero turn be a radius riding, ones. Riding, with, like, oh, the, yeah. 16-inch like triple blades. And he just, just walks like town. normal because he's able to. Yeah, just shreds them. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anyhow. And so her trait gives her negative two defense when, mod when targeted by mind control. Uh, for friendly mind control that's out there, that's kind of cool. Uh, for opposing mind control, there's not that much mind control that goes around, honestly. But the idea that it's really easy for a 12 for 4 to be smacking you uh, is not super fun. So yeah. placement with her is something you've got to very much be aware of, of yeah. what your opponents have, uh, etc. But I think she's just a really fun... Like, So this is a figure I would want to run a swarm of. 40 point She-Hulk, just charge impervious 12 for 4. Most combat expert. I think that's hilarious. This is also an awesome, uh, like sealed pick or like a battle royal, like the last thing that you get oh, stuck yeah. with. The both of those are. I mean, it's not a huge point investment for sealed, um, but yeah, the one. If for whatever reason your opponent is running mind control and you get to click three or four, and then she's a fifteen defense against that mind control, and she smacks you with four pen damage. Dang. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, Samin, your second pick, my man. 
Yeah, so, man, I, I do want to shout out Golden Oldie. It's a fun dial. It's Aunt May as a cosmic, I don't know, uh, galactic. Is it Harold? Yes, Galactus Harold. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, it only gets interesting on its like last click, and your opponent's not going to send you there. But it is, it's a 45-point taxi with prob, so there's that. Uh, but instead, I'm going to talk about the rare number 038 in the set. For 35 points, it's Kitty Pride. Uh, so 35 points, you'll have to keep that in mind as I talk about the dial because that's pretty much the only thing that's redeemable about this figure is that it's real cheap. So it's got the shield and X-Men team abilities, which for 35 points, already off to a good start. The Excalibur, Martial Artist, Shield, Spy, and X-Men keywords. Uh, and we've got one trait that is, did you forget about my phasing power? How could we? It's literally all you ever do. Uh, so <laughs> when Kitty Pride uses phasing teleport until your next turn, she takes a maximum of one damage from attacks. So for 35 points, she's five clicks long. And if you phase, she takes a max of one damage from attacks, which is pretty big. Like that's, that's a really solid reducer. Um, I'll get into her dial real quick, but before, uh, she's also got one additional thing with her phasing, and that's her special speed power, electrical field disruption. Phasing teleport when Kitty Pride uses it, after resolutions, give an action token to each opposing character with the armor, robot, or vehicle keyword that she moved through during the action. So, not likely that it's going to pop off, but, I mean, there is a chance if you're doing X-Men versus, like, Sentinels or something kind of build. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's an additional little flavor. I think the main thing is that trait where she's taking a max of one damage. Now her dial is a full dial, so it's five clicks, full dial of that speed power that I just mentioned. Starts with uh, 10 speed. She's got 10 attack, blades the whole dial. Uh, 18 defense top dial with combat reflexes. And so the values go down a little bit. Click two, she gets a 17 combat reflexes, still a 10 attack with blades two damage for the first three clicks with no damage power on clicks three and four she gets super senses instead of combat reflexes with 18 on both of those and then her last two clicks four and five she drops down to a nine attack with blades and a 17 combat reflexes on click five it's a very okay dial i wouldn't look at it twice if it wasn't for the fact that she's 35 points and can position and also, so you can phase up, you can position into like somewhere that you want to be like preferably right next to somebody because she's got combat reflexes. And then once you're there, you take a max of one damage until you get to do something next turn. So if they can't break away, if you're just locking someone down, you've got a good chance that you're going to be able to hit that Blades Claws Fangs attack. Uh, not necessarily hit, but you'll be able to make it. Um, and then for 35 points, it's just it's kind of a headache to deal with. Uh, does your opponent wait until you have two action tokens and you can't phase and then they can actually deal damage? Do they, cause you can't outwit that trait. You could outwit phasing teleport. Um, but yeah. yeah, essentially your opponent has to work quite hard for 35 points and it's, you know, it's tying up ranged pieces. It's, it's doing quite a bit for that little investment. I actually really like this piece for just being a rare, um, it's not going to pull a ton of weight offensively, but you know, if you're in sealed and 
you have like a shield or X-Men team that you can build, this is a great addition to that. If you just have leftover points, there's no reason not to play this piece in sealed. It's just, again, it's, you know, even with Flurry, your opponent's going to at most put you on click three uh, yeah. if she's phased, like, you know. And then you've got super senses, so you're potentially mm-hmm. rolling out. Yeah, I think the only weakness of this piece is if you can't phase, which or, right. Like, so when she does attack, suddenly you know you can take full damage, which is a bummer. But again, she's got solid defense values. She's she's kind of stout. Oh yeah, and I mean it would be nice to have stealth, but I think that would tip her over to being thirty five points. You know, yeah. like. And even then, she's Should've still, you know, 10 for speed. Trait. Gosh, that'd be really good for her. Really good. I mean, she is shield, right? So it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, 10 for two blades, locking someone down, you know, if you don't want to phase again, you know, still like solid. Like so for 35 points, uh, it, this would be a bit of a bummer for this to be a rare when you maybe want to pull like a Colossus or somebody who can be like a, a heavier hitter on your team in sealed. But I still think really solid like if you pull some good commons and uncommons you know like captain marvel whatever else uh beldan you know solid running shot pieces and stuff uh this for your rare is super solid just like to fill out and hit someone real nice not really hitting anybody really hard but uh a a nice little finesse piece that that can be you know put on your team pretty easily there uh i'm gonna go ahead and talk about wolverine here uh he's the shield wolverine that Scott showed off, so he's uh, got the shield team ability. He's got zero range, two targets, uh, 50 points, shield spy X-Men, six clicks of life, uh, first three charge, last three flurry, full dial of blades, uh, eight you know, uh, toughness for the first three, combat reflexes for the last three, exploit for the first three, and then empower for the last three. Has four clicks of 12 attack, and then the last two clicks are 11s, Start strong with some 18s, full dial of three damage. Uh, so he's going to be moving about four squares right away and then hitting you with a uh, 12 three damage exploit blades, which is solid. I, I really like the 12 attack on this Wolverine. It's really cool. And like this is already a way better dial than the 50 point like Wolverines and stuff that we got in Rise and Fall. And we haven't <laughs> even talked about his three traits that he has. The three Wolverines traits this guy. Rise and Fall. I mean... In a one v one, the similar point costed ones. This one's, yeah, yeah. He's taking it. He's taking it home. So I'm not going to mention the target and everything yet. I'm going to first do this other trait where it's whenever Wolverine hits after resolutions, you may use regeneration as free. That is Dang. awesome with his flurry down yeah. dial. He is going to be hard to take out, man. It's insane. Ah, I love it. Okay, so <laughs> Wolverine, whenever he hits. Use regen is free. Just keep that in mind. That's just crazy cool. Uh, his first trait is tracking the target at the beginning of the game. Choose an opposing character as Wolverine's mark. Whenever that character moves. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, dang, that's funny. It's so funny to me. Uh, after resolutions, you may move Wolverine up to two squares. So whenever that character moves at all, you move Wolverine two squares. That's cool. Second part of the trait, if Wolverine's mark is KO'd, choose a different opposing character to be a new mark. So that's awesome. Uh, so he's always going to have a mark somewhere on the map. And then his second trait is silently stalking. Wolverine can't be targeted until he has made an attack this game or is adjacent to his mark. Uh-huh, Mac. Uh, so 
And that's the last time I'll do that because it won't be funny anymore. Uh, he can't just can't be targeted anything yeah. outwit with an attack with prob with whatever on the surface he's uh, made an attack or is adjacent to the mark yeah you, cool. like so without getting into the additional part yet um yeah on the surface if you pick like your opponent's range piece and they want to be able to attack this wolverine they will have to now move you know let's say they've got somebody with like 10 range or something they're gonna have to move them adjacent to this wolverine or wait for you to attack that alone is like pretty good you can kind of strategize which character you pick because they're gonna have to like clearly you're not gonna be like oh they've got spider ham i'll pick that like that's a bad pick uh, but you know if they've got like a support piece that you want them to have to tie up with this wolverine or you know whatever uh, unless they just want to try and ignore this guy, which, as Calder said, 12 attack, it's going to be kind of hard to ignore. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff you can do uh, without getting into, like, what's going to say, there's kind of some weird stuff you can do with this Wolverine, but just normally, if you want to maybe equip him with, like, a uh, Remaker Ring or something to give him poison, uh, and he never has to make an attack, and just don't let him, like, don't let the mark base him, basically, and you can just be... Be poisoning fools to your heart's content, which is kind of cool. So, like, there's one option you can do for this Wolverine. Uh, then there were some shenanigans people mentioned uh, with swap and at the beginning of the game, where if you swap Wolverine in, you don't have to choose a mark. So his trait, his second trait, would still be in effect. Uh, so he couldn't be targeted at all if he hasn't made an attack and then there is no mark for him to be, like, adjacent to. Uh, I'm not going to fully explain it. That's sort of like the gist, basically, uh, with some disgusting X-Men swap and why X-Men and why well, why swap in general is not very fun and just does things like this where it's like, you know, oh, wow. What this Wolverine really reminds me of is how glad I am that ID cards are no longer a thing. Because can you imagine oh, yeah. a 50-point piece that you can't target just oh, right? spinning yeah. out ID? Because, you know, power action call in an id card they do their attack thing and then move off the board wolverine didn't make an attack you still can't target him and the id character is no longer there so you still can't target that's like oh gosh they simply need to change like to, to you totally fix made, this trait what's go for the first trait i was just gonna yeah, say just, you back yeah. in the day with id cards you could have made a almost competitive viable team with five of these wolverines and then like X Jet or something like that. Oh geez, it would have been stupid. Thankfully, you could. Uh, oh, thankfully, unique. he's unique. Yeah, yeah so. he's unique. Yeah, for uh, you know, Whiskits, good job. You made him unique yeah. at the very least. Like, that's really good. But he's he's a really solid Wolverine, and and yeah, like I think a, a pretty simple fix is whenever Wolverine begins the game instead of making it at the beginning of the game, uh, just to fix any shenanigans like that. And this also retroactively fixes ID cards, even though not really an important thing anymore uh but still uh this wolverine is really cool really fun uh, i like the shield x-men i thought it was funny that we both uh talked about both talked about him, the kitty pride shield and then uh old wolverine shieldy x-men boy himself so yeah it was pretty cool uh if you guys are wondering yes there was a really really cool captain america that was pulled i'm not going to talk about it on the podcast because i went live friday night and talked about it for like 45 minutes. And we talked about things we can do to abuse Avenger Swap. Why I don't like Avenger Swap. Why this Captain America is cool. Why he's not cool. All that stuff uh, is on the YouTube channel. So check that out if you want to know my thoughts and feelings about uh, Steve Rogers, uh, the super rare here. 
uh, less than more, 10 there's points more per click. Yeah, uh, a beautiful, uh, not even 10 points per click. He has yeah. 11 clicks life, and he's, yeah. So it's whatever that works out to, math-wise. Something. Something. I ain't. You got a phone. You got a calculator. 8.25. Don't ask me. That's my guess. I don't know. Beautiful guess, Simeon. I love it. Uh, all right. We have, uh, before we do listener questions, let's go ahead and do uh, Community Tuesdays because we brought that back. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Oh, hey, you found the audio for it, Simeon. Nice. Good job. I totally forgot that audio existed. Oh, wait. It's just it's there's the dozens of us. Audio. Yeah. It's just there's dozens of us. Why? I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, fellas. So this Community Tuesdays, we asked you guys, what Heroclix figure was your arch rival when you started playing? Competitive or casual answers are both welcome. It's like, what Heroclix figure did you always kind of find yourself you know, losing to or playing against a lot and just being like, ah, if only I could beat that figure. What, what was it for you, Simeon, in, you know, competitive and or casually? Uh, so I, when I got into competitive, it was Unimind. And it was more so like I just saw so many people <laughs> online building with it that I was like, I want to counter build. It turned out like counter building isn't really the best way to go into a tournament it's actually almost never works when you counter build for a specific figure uh but yeah it was unimind when i first got into competitive because i got in right when that figure dropped and that was the new hotness uh, but as far as just overall uh it was actually just resources so for the longest time uh my one venue it was always lantern batteries uh and I, I didn't own one, didn't care to, like, learn how they worked. So my opponent was honestly just, you know, telling me whatever, and I just went along with it, and I was just like, uh-huh. And it was, like, the worst handicap to, like, go against constantly. And uh, it wasn't until, like, much later that I realized I, too, could have simply just figured out how they worked and played one, but I just didn't. But, yeah. yeah. Not really a great nemesis as far as figures go, but... Yeah, in the land of resources, the the person who doesn't play with one is definitely at a, at a handicap, at a disadvantage, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so my like casual nemesis, uh, when I started playing was I think, uh, many people probably know this already, but it was Mary Marvel. Oh, I hated Mary Marvel so much. She's the worst, dude. When you get hypersonic with heavy objects. And she like healed all the way back to full, like pretty much. It, it was she was nasty. I hated playing against Mary Marvel. Yeah, that just sucked. Um, or competitive, like rival, it it's got to go to uh, Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury was very annoying to play against. I was counting down the days for him to be retired. Like I hundred percent was like I'm I'm done. I do not like playing against Balls of Fury. I mean, I had him on one of my teams because in my brick of Nick Fury, I did pull the level seven idea ID with that Balls of Fury, and he was on a few of my clicks teams for a while. Felt dirty, didn't like him, uh, and I don't like Balls of Fury, so I'm very much glad he's rotated and also not Silver Age legal. Um, maybe he's not so bad anymore, but for a while there, he was very annoying to play against. Uh, but yeah, let's do like a uh, top three or something for... Uh... Stuff yeah. here on, so, uh, on questions. Over on Facebook, uh, I'm just going to pick at random. I didn't read through it before, but over here on Facebook, we've got Matthew Gronide said, I play a lot of Batman families, so Ultimate Thor was the bane of my existence back in the days of huge match 
maps and insane range values. So yeah, Ultimate Thor with the, what was it, the Ultimate's team ability that allowed him to see through mm-hmm. stealth. And then I imagine that is uh, a pretty hard counter to Batman Family. To be fair, Batman Family has like a huge advantage to anyone that doesn't see through hindering, so. Yeah. Uh, Pierre, or Pierre, if you're from South Dakota, on uh, on <laughs> Twitter says, Infinity Challenge, Fire Lord, Rookie Destiny, and Con Artist teams were very annoying to face. Uh, I love Romeo's reply here is, don't you know that all you need is a thug to beat Fire Lord? Uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful callback to, uh, to the Thursday throw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the thread, thread that, that we did last week. week. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, I think I think a lot of people agree with you, Pierre, about how disgusting Fire Lord is. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> we know of at least one person that does not agree. But uh... that's true. That's true. All right, uh, James Craddock says I've had a few. Ben Crawler was a nightmare. Always made shape change. I I've had that similar experience. I feel. Ben Crawler, uh, teamed with Professor yeah? X from GSX. You've had that experience, Simeon? Yeah. yeah. I think so, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it always let me know that player was not here for a shared experience. I don't know what uh, the Professor X from JSX da- did. I think he sees through. He draws line of fire through friendly X-Men. I think. I the think that's what he does. X-Men. Okay, so, yeah, combined. Okay, yeah. You can usually tell if someone's, like, stumbled into a good combo or if they're like kind of power playing but yeah i am glad i didn't uh didn't exist in the hero clicks when uh the lamp and like ben crawler kind of stuff was going on would have been a wild time Ooh, yeah uh over on twitter we got hair poofenstaufen uh says <laughs> punisher from ultimate i just love that name real name yeah yeah, dude, it's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely real name, 100%. Uh, Punisher from Ultimates. He says, needless to say, I wasn't a very good player back then. But yo, this Punisher, he's no slouch. First of all, he's got this Max Payne-like sculpt where he's like doing this jump, like the sideways, whatever jump, you know what I mean? You yeah. know Max Payne, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the bullet the double time. Guns. Yeah. It is pretty cool. I really like that. Uh, and, you know, he had stealth, willpower. I think he had, what, ranged combat expert, top dial. I'm trying to find him here. Uh, yeah, he was stealth, an 11 for 2 range combat expert. You know, uh, 15 defense, 8 range, 2 targets. Not Maybe not the greatest uh, defense-wise, but, you know, with that stealth, 8 range, you know, 11 for 4. I think I think that's, you know, pretty legitimate to be like, yeah, he was messing my stuff up. For sure, yeah. All right, and then last over here on Facebook is Tristan Campos, who said... That stupid duo figure of Shazam and Black Adam from the Brave and the Bold, oh. and the Thanos prize figure with the gauntlet from way back when. Yeah, that, that duo figure uh, hurt me last year a little bit too. So I, I, <laughs> yeah, I we feel did a Thursday throwdown. I cosplayed that duo figure. You did. I was pretty proud of it. it took a lot of editing. Simeon but... Septum is scolded into my brain now. Not, not fun. <laughs> yeah. Well. When you have to use a pajama shirt from when you were a child for cosplay, you know you're doing something right. So, Right. Uh, yeah, definitely. As much as I want to end it there, uh, I'll go ahead and read. Uh, Mark1 on Twitter says, Man Killer from Nick Fury, Agents of the Shield. Oh, yeah. uh, that's hilarious. I forgot about Man Killer. 
the original uh version of china in hero clicks old man killer here yeah i forgot uh, about that figure she what did she do let's see uh yeah a little bit of super strength charge uh invincible action uh she gets to choose close combat expert or giants or she can use range combat expert with a value of five yeah that's pretty solid yeah i can see she mess you up uh target of an attack attacking characters a higher attacker damage value than man killer uh, that character replaces those higher combat values with her values. Ah, uh, okay, neat. No man is better than me. All right, man killer. Uh, and then he says nowadays uh, onslaught is his his arch rival in hero clicks. So it's pretty good. Uh, thank you guys for answering the community Tuesday's questions. It was really fun seeing what uh, like everybody's different like era and like what figures were messing them up and everything back then. Uh, and let us know. We haven't had community Tuesdays in a while, but it's you know it's kind of uh, it was looking to be a slower week this week. Obviously, that ended up not being as true as we thought. Uh, but still, uh, it was pretty fun uh, doing it again. So let us know. You know if you guys are have enjoyed doing community Tuesdays again and all that stuff, and you want to keep doing it in the future. Like we said, when it's a slower week, probably pop out a community Tuesdays question. Uh, anyways, Simeon, we got some listener questions to also get to. So let's go ahead and start on Discord here. Uh, Bill. His own bill, apparently, says, do you think WizKids will seize the opportunity for the Disney Plus property and give them to really push the starter, uh, putting it in like big stores like Walmart, Target, whatever, and advertising it? Uh, what do you think? I, so this is like a twofold question because so WizKids bread and butter, the person that pushes their product the most is us, the community. And in like inside of that is uh, giving like brick and mortar stores, game shops that give us a place to play the opportunity to sell something exclusively, more exclusively. That's kind of why like they, you haven't seen, you know, you don't see boosters on the shelves. Occasionally uh, target used to get the gravity feeds. I don't know if that kind of thing's going to come back. Um, so it's a fine line that WizKids has to walk where they're not snubbing the communities and uh, the play groups and stuff like that by taking away from the like local game stores. Um, that being said, I'd absolutely love if the Disney plus starter was put on like Walmart and target shelves, because I think the end result, like if it's, you know, if they're just doing the starter, they're not doing like the bricks and stuff like that. I think that the end result is more people playing altogether. Like I don't see how that wouldn't be, um, it is like, it's a pretty stout price point, right? It's 70 bucks for the starter. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I could, I mean, if you sell enough or you put enough on store shelves and like they sit there for a while and then some kid like two years down the line, it's discounted to like 40 bucks and he gets it and takes it to his local game store and starts playing or just plays, you know, tabletop with his like friends or at home or whatever. I think it's a great idea. Um, and then as far as advertising it, yeah, I, I think advertising it would be a great idea too. Uh, that doesn't hurt anybody. That's that's a pretty good idea all around. Yeah, I would definitely love it if this would also appear in like the Disney store or anything, you know, since it's very like Disney Plus-ish, you know, yeah. theme. Like that is the theme of the set. That would be really cool. Uh, however, uh, even with like Disney and Marvel properties and whatever else, those haven't been pushed crazy hard. Uh, so Heroclix properties that are Disney and Marvel still aren't pushed crazy hard at like Disneyland or 
wherever else that would do it. But hopefully, since this is very much a, a Disney, Disney-like thing, as much as it's more so than just Marvel, I guess, uh, I would like to hope that they push it more. Or maybe they have, when they sell DVDs, a little slip-in. Like, buy some hero clicks, a little slip Disney Plus set with DVDs and stuff. Don't know how big Disney selling. Yeah, there you go. Free starter. Ooh, my gosh. Could you imagine the giveaway a free $70 starter with Disney subscription? I think that'd be expensive. I already got a Disney subscription and I'd buy it. That'd be great. Yeah, buy it anyways. I don't know what I'm lying about myself here. Everyone who has a Disney Plus subscription, if they were to get the starter. Uh, I think the starters would be going up on like eBay or people just, I don't know, probably just like shelve them or toss them or oh. like whatever, a lot of people. But Definitely. I mean, if 1% of those people started playing, that'd be a whole heck of a lot of people. That would be that would be pretty incredible, actually. Like, especially since, yeah, like you said, it's a lot of people. Way more people have Disney Plus than play Heroclix. So even if 1% play started playing, that'd be incredible. And I would love it. I would love it. Um... But yeah, I think it kind of answers your question there, Bill. Uh, over on Facebook, Malcolm Rush sent us some questions. Uh, sent us 30 questions. Malcolm, you sent us 30 questions <laughs> about what really boils down to, uh, even though you say uh, family members in Heroclix form, it really just sort of comes down to comic book characters, honestly, more so than anything else. So I kind of tried to like look at your questions and be like, what is a way... We can turn these yeah. into we more hero clicks. We, we added some yeast. We fermented this question. Uh, yeah, into a nice prison wine. We really thought about why? Why prison wine? Why? Why? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't have okay. a still. Uh, I have sure. a bathtub, but no still. So, what else can we make? I guess mead. I mead still for mead. Don't know. Uh, mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Basically, what this is going to uh, come down to here is uh, we're going to do a team, a team that's a family. Aw, how cute is that? So one team that's like a family. We're going to build a family-orientated team, and then we're going to do what friend or family we would like to, what friend or family member would we like to get into the game of Heroclix, and then we're going to choose a, a trait or a Heroclix ability that revolves around a couple or a family or something like that that we like, uh, that we enjoy. And yeah, so Simeon, what is uh, what kind of team you got for? I built a three hundred point team. That's a pseudo family orientated team. Uh, it would basically it would at least fit the family is everything type format, I guess, with at least two related characters on the team, and then characters that are uh, have something in relation to the two related characters. So that's my team. Simeon, what, what kind of team did you build with a family-orientated aspect, I suppose? I built a highly dysfunctional team. Oh, okay. So, or highly Love dysfunctional family team. In the, in the true spirit uh, of Thanksgiving. Also, I mean, the team itself is also pretty dysfunctional, as in that it does not quite function. But, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll just get into it. So the premise of the team, uh, being a Wolverine fan, uh, we have very few... Well, almost none family of Wolverines. Mm. Um, so the premise of the team, you can take pretty much any Wolverine that you want for this. Um, I specifically went with the 120-point uh, Regenesis Wolverine, uh, the X-Men Regenesis. The, that's the double stop click, heals when he clears action tokens, that kind of thing, Wolverine. 
Uh, I then went with the all-new Wolverine, which, as you may know, is the clone, uh, partially cloned mm. DNA of Wolverine. So pseudo daughterish, daughterish, eh, daughterish. Daughter. Yeah, I don't. I don't really Not know uh, how, but I, I went with the all-new one which is from the X-Men Xavier School, spits out the little Jonathan so that you even get the pet in oh, there. Yeah. Uh, then I had to go with the uh, the son that was left behind, I guess, Dakin, which is, I think, Wolverine's only living progeny in comics because he killed a whole heck of a lot of his kids. Um, but What a good dad. Yeah. Well, he didn't know they were his kids, to be fair. Oh. Yeah. To him, okay. they were just random people trying to kill him, and he was like, ah, I'll kill him. And then he was like, oh, no, they're my kids. Oh, I'm so conflicted. What a, yeah, what a How, <laughs> What a depressing comic storyline to make. It was. Very, it ends with cool. Wolverine just throwing himself off this cliff over and over oh. again so oh. that he has, like, a few moments of peace while his brain is, like, restitching itself together. And then once he, like... Is fully okay. He like climbs up the cliff to do it all over again. It's pretty sad. Uh, has kind of a happy, like an uplifting like end though, where it does like these one shots of all these heroes that he's worked with over the years that like say what they like about Wolverine. It's very campy, but Puck's like he smells bad. It's like thank you, Puck. Um, and then to finish off the team, so I'm shooting for about a 400 point team. Uh, oh, okay. to finish off the team. We're going with Guardian from the, uh, dang, what is that? Invincible Iron Man set. So Guardian is not only a member of Alpha Flight, which th- that specific Wolverine from Regenesis doesn't have the Alpha Flight keyword. If you pick a Wolverine with the Alpha Flight keyword, X-23 can then copy it because she shares a keyword with Wolverine. And then if you go that route, you do get to use... Um, guardian's special ability which is when your force includes two or more characters with the alpha flight keyword modify their attack values plus one and then guardian can use the carry ability to carry two characters with the alpha flight keyword uh but guardian is 100 points and real name james hudson now you might wonder how is james hudson related to wolverine well wolverine's mother's maiden name is actually hudson so it's hudson cowlet so Wolverine's mom from the, uh, what is that, uh, Origins, Wolverine Origins comic line. Um, not a lot known about her, but apparently like the great, great aunt of James Hudson of the Alpha Flight fame. So distantly related, very strange, but uh, you got to reuse characters somehow. So there's only a finite number of names that you can have in comics. True. But yeah quite dysfunctional so they they didn't get along as teammates uh i don't even know i've never seen an interaction in comics where they are aware that they're related i'm sure that it's out there i just don't read a ton of alpha flight so uh yeah i think that's as dysfunctional as i could get uh love it i mean i think when it comes to families the x-men are probably the most dysfunctional type of characters you can build a family off of yeah uh, especially the you know whether it's a, a summers yeah i was about to say um i went a different route uh so uh first member of my team from the wwe starter set is 107 this is the uh, mixed match one uh, uh charlotte flair uh <laughs> is uh, on the team 
Uh, next up from the WWE main set, we have uh, her father, uh, Ric Flair. You know, uh, for those of you unfamiliar, uh, Richard Morgan uh, Flair here, uh, of course. So, yeah, those two. And then Charlotte's tag team partner for the Mixed Match Challenge, we have AJ Styles from that same starter set. So they can work together. Uh, and that that leaves us about 70 points shy of a 300-point team. So you can't have Ric Flair without really a, a prodigy of his. You could even say a, a son, almost. Uh, but that would be Triple H from the starter set here. So we got starter set Triple H to round out a 300-point team. If we wanted to play a 400-point team, uh, the only other character... Uh, who I think could fit in. Maybe this just shows how much I don't know. Obviously, we could slap Shawn Michaels in there, uh, but he won't fill out like enough points, you know, to get us to 400. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that. Our, our evolution, like, sub-theme, basically, uh, going in this, like, main team anyways. Just it doesn't quite it didn't quite fit our Generation X sub-theme, really. Uh, so instead... We have Andre the Giant because him and Ric Flair are the only characters in WWE that also have the Heenan family keyword. Uh, not, of course, actual family, uh, just represented by, you know, Bobby the Brain Heenan and everything. So then the WWE ring for five points for 395 if you wanted to make it 400. Uh, sadly, Andre would have to be at his 90-point line, which is much worse than his 110. Not that his 110 is... I just got the 19, then it's a 17 defense, basically, is what sucks about it. So, uh, yeah, that would be my my family team. Simeon, who, who was a, a loved one or a family member or a friend that you would want to uh, to try out the game of Heroclix? You would like to get into the game of Heroclix? You know, it's real bold of you to assume that I have friends Okay, on the, on the first thing. But, uh, no, I'd really like to get my nephew into Heroclix at some point. Um, so he's pretty big into the Minecraft game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a small little indie game. Uh, it's been around for, uh, I think a couple months now. Um, but yeah, yeah he's, he's pretty into that, likes doing that kind of stuff. Um, and then recently him and his dad have been playing like Pokemon and collecting cards, but I'd like to get him into like a real game that actual people play, uh, hero clicks being what I'm talking about, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't, of course. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually plays Pokemon anymore. I think that it actually, you know, I think that whole fandom's just kind of gone. Uh, I think that's yeah. like a 90s thing, but uh, yeah, Hero Clicks is forever. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think he's he's Put about the right age. Hero Clicks is forever. <laughs> Hero Clicks is forever. Pokemon is temporary. Hero Clicks is forever. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, I think he's about the right Good age point. where he could grasp it and it could hold his attention long enough. So uh, okay. I think at some point I'll start teaching him, see if he's interested. Okay. Awesome. Uh, for me, a uh, family member, I would really like to get into the game uh, is, and I I've taken her to two tournaments so far, but I would really like to get my sister like, like totally like in like playing the game, whatever. Cause she, she like enjoys it. She likes it. She really doesn't know how to like totally play. We haven't really had a lot of time to like try to like teach her like totally how to play. Uh, just kind of been throwing her into 300 modern terminants with full point Nimrod uh, and seeing how she does. Now, if that was full point Unimind, she might have, she could probably could have won that tournament. You know, <laughs> I mean, not knowing how to play, probably could have just been like, all right, here's full Uni, uh, have fun, perplex your defense, <laughs> pick stealth, and then uh, pick stealth. Yeah, 
but yeah, no, I definitely think she really enjoys the game of Hero Clicks and she likes it a lot. So she even I likes definitely want part of our podcast. Yeah, she she listens to. I know a few people that will just listen to the opening, uh, the what made us happy. So I mean, she and then she even yeah. specifically likes the uh, the intro. She really likes the intro audio that you made, Simeon. Oh, she not the big previous fan of that. <laughs> intro. No, no, not I don't think style. anyone. Wow. No one liked money style style. Everybody, it's, it's style. Uh, it's style. <laughs> okay, it's style. Strange how so many people mishear it the same way, though. It really yeah. is. What does it say about the society we live in? I mean, really. Um, we do live in one. We kind of do be living in a society. Uh, but all right. Uh, and then the last question here. Uh, what is a character that has a trait that is like a family or a relationship couple or ability that works off of another character that you particularly like? You know, you can name both the figures or like whatever. Um, but yeah. Oh, one that I like? Uh, or you can so... just play whatever. <laughs> So this isn't really, it's not really, doesn't quite fit, but it kind of does because there's a lot of like fa intertwining family members in there. I really like the Wakanda teams because there's a ton of stat boosting for the keyword. And so if you're playing a Wakanda keyword, like a theme team, and you're playing like Azuri, um, you get bonuses when you're like, in certain areas of the map when you play uh the chair panther you get a plus one attack across the board um when you play like shuri you get certain things you can play storm and get like stealth uh it's just like a very it's not necessarily like the strongest like family tie throughout like i mean some of them are direct family but it is a very thematic and very synergistic team because of all the all the number boosts and all like the special powers that are handed out and stuff. It's just a really good combo of figures. Okay. Yeah, no, I think Wakanda, I mean, you can play basically an entire family, right? You got Azuri, you got, you know, T'Challa, T'Chaka, you have uh, Shuri, Shuri, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you pretty much play like, I don't know if we have the queen, I forget her name. Uh, um, so Shuri, yeah, became uh the Wakanda leader at one point. So we do have quote unquote Queen Shuri. Um I don't know if I don't know if we've ever gotten like the uh what would you call it? The ancestral like of the what what is that word? Good. What, like the Lord. Big Panther thing? <laughs> yeah. Yep, that. that Bost, is that what he is? Bost Bost. Yeah. yeah. No, we haven't Panther gotten anything dude. like that, but I no. mean uh cool. we do have a few storms to choose from. She at one point was like queen of Wakanda. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Aiden married to black Panther, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. At one point at least. Uh, and then, I mean, there's probably, you could make an argument for like brotherhood with like Wakabi and stuff oh, sure. like that. So it's not, I don't know if Killmonger's anywhere actually related in the movie he was, but yeah, it was like distant cousin or something. Yeah. He has cousins. Yeah. Uh, for my pick, uh, I chose uh, Star Sapphire's Guy Gardner and then Streets of Gotham Ice, which just reminds me how long it's been since we've gotten an ice. It's been since Streets of Gotham, and man, is she bad. She's a, she's 64 points uh, with a 9 attack, running shot, double bolt, incapacitate, barrier, 2 damage, uh, top dial. 
Uh, she has a trait, which is unlikely couple. When she's adjacent to a friendly character named Guy Gardner, uh, Ice and him both modify their attack values plus one, if not already modified by this effect. And then the Star Sapphire, Guy Gardner from War of Light, who is okay, I guess, for 103 points. Definitely not good. Um, he has Star Cross Duo. When a friendly character named Ice is adjacent to Guy Gardner, they both modify their defense value by plus one, if not already modified by this effect. So it'll let them both be 18's top dial, and it'll let Guy be an 11, and she'll be a 10 attack which is pretty nice. And of course, Guy can carry ice and they can both running shot to about the same-ish areas they need to. Uh, Guy has one more speed up on her, so he can go five instead of four. And then he has two more range on her, but still they, they relatively work pretty well together as a couple with their boost to attack and defense, of course. But yeah, uh, that was really the traits I chose. So thank you, Malcolm, uh, for all the questions. We do appreciate it. Uh, and then we have one more question here on Facebook uh, from Crow, Crow Tally here. He says, who would be your Ghostbusters team? Now, I haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, Simeon. I don't yeah. know if you have. I've only, no, uh, I've seen the animated series and the original two movies. Um, okay. I haven't seen. So you've seen more than I have. I've seen yeah. the original two and that is it. So you could go about this two different ways. So on the surface like if you're trying to copy kind of like the ghostbusters thing um you've got like the scientist uh you need like your venkman you need like if you're trying to duplicate like the kind of characters you could go that route i was just thinking more along the lines of if you were to if you needed a team to fight off ghosts and so i was more thinking just like a midnight suns team so Sure. My perfect like Midnight Suns kind of thing would be like a Doctor Strange, Man Thing, uh, or not? Did I say Man Thing? Is that Swamp Thing? No. Yeah, Swamp it is Man Thing. thing. Man Thing's the Marvel. It is Man Thing. Goodness yeah. gracious! Yes, it is Man yeah. Thing. It's been so long since we've had one clicks. Uh, also, in yeah. AEW. Um, but yeah, it'd be like you know Ghost Rider. It'd be you know my Midnight Suns kind of crew, uh, or like Defenders kind of crew, and then same thing on like dc side it would just be like justice league dark with constantine and swamp thing and like orchid all those great pieces that haven't also be, been made since who knows when right yeah uh orchid i don't know is that was that has that ever been made am i missing, orchid, am I, missing something? I think so yeah black an orchid. actual character black orchard oh is it orchid or is it orchard it's orchid. I always okay. Well, because I guess flower, he's not right. I guess he's not a bunch of trees, so that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, don't know what I was thinking, but that's that's what it was. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess if I had to choose characters, I'm sort of trying to like put together a team right now. It's not much of a team, so we're just gonna go ahead and go with what we got. Uh, so I'm gonna say Punisher the Strange. These, these fit no specific roles at all. They're just cool guys that like punch ghosts or yeah, monsters, cool. really. I guess, yeah, Punisher the Strange. He's pretty cool. Uh, characters the monster keyword and adjacent opposing characters can't be healed. Like, that's just like a pretty fallen trait. Um, he's got his double uh, clear magic. Astral I guess it's not doubles or his, his astral, like, easy there. It's pretty yeah. dope. Uh, I'm going to say Dark Britain, uh, Brian Braddock here. He's got to slay the pretender. He's got another trait that's like called die witch breed. So we got we got witches and Jeez. vampires covered, um, which I quite British like. Him. It is a, a, a British. Or is that? Yeah, I'm gonna play British. him on a Tuesday. One of them. Can I get a bottle of water? 
Uh, anyways, we certainly uh, never did anything bad to witches here in America. That's what I'm definitely to not. Say. Definitely nope. not. No, no why would history we? books? Nope. Uh, I got Blade. Blade is also on the team, so we're kind of doubling up on the vampire thing, I guess. Uh, and then last night, last one is uh, is Shining Knight. I don't know why he's here. He's cool though. And got Dark Britain was also a knight. He's got a Scalibur. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's pretty cool. And he had mystical keyword. So. Uh, yeah, if you play this team, uh, it comes out to either 340 points or 230 points. So, it's I mean, it's not really a team. Uh, but if it comes out to 230, you know who else you can throw on that team, Simeon? Triple H? He, uh, no, you can put uh, Finn Balor on that team. You put oh, old Finn Balor go. on there, even though he's a demon, but he'll, he'll take away that that defense. Uh, and he's a, he's a demon that can do good. Slay beasts, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, old Finn Balor. All right, that is that is my Ghostbuster team, even though that would be five figures, that, uh, whatever. Anyways, yeah, if we just say one of them is like the lady that answers the phone, then that's perfect. Or yeah. one or the, is Rick Moranitz's character. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, sure. Yeah, the car's Blades the car. Right? Car's a character. Know. Ecto-1, yeah, he sells merch. Oh, there's Slimer. Um, Slimer's a character. Oh, Slimer, sure, yeah. yeah I mean, he's the fifth man. Sure. Put a ghost on my Ghostbusters team? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Uh, all right, I think... That is all we have for the show. So, guys, if you want to support Dial H for Heroclix, if you enjoyed listening to this nonsensical nonsense, uh, then please consider uh, leaving us a review on iTunes, uh, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. The reviews really super help us out. Uh, honestly, I, I will give it. If you've never left the podcast a review, uh, the first three people that leave us a five-star review, so you'd ha you'll have to use your real name to, in order to do this, we'll I, I will send you. Dollars. Nope, definitely not that. Uh, oh. Definitely not not that. But the first three people to leave us a five star review, uh, I will. If I contact me, get a hold of me, uh, I will send you some Dial H action tokens, totally free of charge. Uh, some really cool Dial H action tokens. How's that sound? Sounds cool. Sounds cool. All right. Um, yeah. So leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're at 760 subscribers. I would really like to hit eight, uh, 800 here soon. Uh, I think we make some really, really great content, and we have a ton of really cool content coming up. Uh, we've been uploading our generic bracket series where we're having all the generics from Wonder Woman fight each other to figure out which one is the best, which I think is really, really cool, and it's a really fun series. So if you want to, go ahead and check that out on YouTube. They... Yeah, we just have episode one and two up so far for the generic bracket, and that's really cool. So check those out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, all that good stuff, guys. And if you ever want to send us questions like Malcolm and Crow did and like Bill did, uh, if you join our Patreon, you can join our Discord and also get more action tokens and stickers and all sorts of cool Dial H merch, as well as be entered in for monthly giveaways. Uh, so definitely consider joining our Patreon and supporting us to let us do all sorts of cool stuff that we do on YouTube and on the podcast. And then if you want to send us questions, like I said, you can like us on Twitter or follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and send us questions uh, through those avenues. So I'm looking on coolstuffinc.com. For no particular reason. I wasn't trying to find a good segue. But uh, even though it's out of stock, there's a Ghostbusters X or <laughs> Ghostbusters Men in Black oh. combo game called Ecto Terrestrial Invasion. So it's like the ghosts of aliens or just ghosts and aliens. Uh, but yeah, it looks like Agent K and Agent J 
teamed up with the Ghostbusters to. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a very interesting looking box. <laughs> and if you want a really interesting looking box, I'm sure Cool Stuff Inc. has at least one. Uh, you can you can get stuff there like cool stuff like uh, I don't know maybe the the latest of HeroClix singles and sealed products. You still have time to put in your order for uh, this Empire set that's coming out. So you should check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. And like always, happy trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Over How they, six uh, people think I am funny. It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which Absolute fools, it's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? Hey, Google, attack someone. Let's attack Simeon because he's a jerk. Happy trails. 